Hey, what's going on guys? It's Motorcycle Dad with Tito. Hope everybody's doing good. Hope your work weeks were short and pleasant and you had potlucks and your bellies are full and I hope you guys get turkey comas tomorrow like I'm going to. But um, first of all, I just want to say if anybody's going to be on the road this weekend, whether you're a two-wheel warrior, which looking at the snow, I can't imagine a lot of two-wheel warriors out there, but for you hardcore uh, guys and gals, Please be safe out there. Don't chance it. Uh, if your motorcycle's cold, you're cold. Come inside, okay? <laughs> for uh, for my friends that are gonna be in cages, four-wheel friends traveling, uh, please be safe too. It's gonna be pretty dangerous out there. So please be safe. Um, I am coming at you live from the temporary podcast studio in one of my spare rooms. I had a friend living with me and he moved out. And so I got a, I got a desk out of the deal. Thanks, Scar. And uh, I hope the audio sounds better because I ended up getting a new mic, okay? I have been using lapel mics uh, for my iPhone for a while um, until, you know, saved up enough money to go ahead and get a, a boom mic. And I want to, not a boom mic, but uh, a uh, whatever mic, you know, the one with the fancy stand and all that stuff. I didn't get a blue. Uh, I got something else. I've been pretty impressed with it so far uh, for it to be a USB based mic. Um, pretty happy with it. Sounds pretty good. I did a couple test runs. Actually, I did a few test runs. Uh, the struggle of the motorcycle dad. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it as G as possible for you guys this time. I know usually I let my potty mouth fly, but my kid is sitting right here with me playing with her tablet and she refuses to leave, even though we got a nice, comfortable beanbag chair and stuff, which is cool. These are the moments you gotta cherish. So, but also fair warning for anybody who wants to judge, she has headphones on. So, uh, <laughs> in case I do let it slip, a little funky bomb slip here and there, uh, I got an insurance policy. So, I mean, in all honesty, I'm kind of getting off subject here for a second, but in all honesty, um, you know, I know like back in the day, it used to be really taboo to curse in front of your kids. I know, you know, some people thought you were scum of the earth. Uh, personally, I'll be honest with you, with all the things that are happening in this world, my kid dropping an F-bomb or S-bomb is the least of my worries. Now, do I want her flying around a five-year-old dropping F-bombs left and right? No, I don't. You're going to go poo-poos? Okay. We're all counting on you, kid. Good luck. <laughs> so, no worries. She's going to go poo-poos. AKA take a dump, but those are the moments you got to cherish guys. And trust me, I'm telling you right now, uh, leaving my former job is the best decision ever. If only if we had to spend time with my kid. So if you got kids out there, you'll understand. I hate to be the cliche guy and be like, Oh, well, you know, when you have kids one day, you'll understand. But, uh, all my friends told me the same shit. And I'll be honest with you hundred percent. You don't even know until you have your own. So, um, so those parents out there, guys and gals, special holler at y'all. Uh, for y'all soon to be special holiday y'all too. Uh, one of these days you guys will get one. Either way, uh, like I was saying, now do I want my kid going to school cursing? No, that's not professional. Just like when I used to go in and, you know meetings when I was a junior level executive, I wasn't I wasn't cursing unless it was like that kind of Kleiner environment where it was like yeah you know. But for the most part, I would keep it G as shit. Uh, now we get outside of that in the shop uh, and. Uh, I wasn't the part of the department in the Navy, the men's department, but still the department of the Navy. 
and uh sailors know how to swear so i'll just leave it at that which is really crazy because my my dad is actually pretty uh religious and my stepmom so i purposely have trained my brain to know it's like slip swap slip slip swap slip curse don't curse don't curse and there's been a couple times that i've let it slide but it very rarely happens like once a year i may slide with my dad once a year my wife on the other hand love you deb uh my wife uh she uh has no filter and if you get a couple drinks up in her it gets even worse so <laughs> i still remember we were my buddies uh it was it was my one of my brothers from marine corps and my nephew Bruin. it was his birthday and first he turned one and i still remember the fact that i was hung over the next day which how that happens at a one-year-old party i don't know but it happens and Christina was going in hard on this sailor that they had come over. Cool guy, too. Like, he was big, too. Like, he was a big motherfucker. Like, I wouldn't want to be talking no shit to him. And she was just sitting there going in hard to the point where it was like, oh, my God, he would have been a meme these days. Like, he was just straight up, like, demolished. Like, I could see him, like, bum, 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 like, deflated. And it got to the point where I was like, I had to pinch her pinch christina I'm like yo chill dude like you're hurting this motherfucker's feelings dude chill he's a cool dude what are you doing so that's just one little tidbit so that's a little tidbit of my wife she's uh she was a marine too so she will all holds bar go in on that ass and fucking roast you <laughs> especially put a couple drinks in her uh speaking of drinks anybody that's going to be celebrating this weekend just remember get an uber don't fucking drink and ride or drink and drive. It's going to be a joyous occasion. Uh, I'm going to break down our partial menu for you guys and let you know what we're doing. Okay. Well, I would fire up the smoker, but with this fucking weird weather here in Vegas, with the wind blowing and stuff, it gets really hard to keep a, a temperature on the meats. Uh, so, because I, I don't have a big elaborate smoker. I have a, a smaller propane smoker. Yeah, I'm, I'm cheating. Hank Hill over here. Propane, propane accessories, y'all. Um, so it's it's a little bit harder to adjust the temp. So I'm going to be cheating and I'm going to throw my... I got a small brisket and a small turkey breast. I'm going to throw those in a crock pot. I've done it before. It come out phenomenal. And I'm a crock pot wizard. I fucking love crock potting. It's great. If I could have a fucking RV with a couple crock pots and the motorcycle in the back and all that stuff, I'll be good to go. But I, got, I still got to sell my wife on my hobo dreams. Um, so we're going to do a real small menu, do a small brisket, uh, turkey breasts. I'm not going to tell you all my special secret season. You got to come over my house and taste my damn turkey and brisket and figure it out. I ain't give you, I give you all guys motorcycle tips. I'm not going to give you Tito's barbecue tips either. You don't get that shit. Y'all got to be, you got to be a homie to get that. So want to come over and get the tips. Let me know. I'll get some beer, smoke, smoke some delicious meats in the back and keep going. Um, but either way, I digress. My wife, she makes a mean pumpkin pie. Um, unfortunately, I've lost a battle because we one year we had a bake-off. And I still think my dad was cheating just because he wanted a grandchild and told her hers was better. But, you know, whatever. You know, I mean, I lost fair and square. You know what I mean, I'm not going to be a sour loser or nothing. You know, she puts that pumpkin pie on my face. I'm just going to eat it all out of spite. But either way, you know, I'm not going to be bitter. You know, no, I am. I'm actually pretty bitter about that because I, I threw my my mom's apple pumpkin pie at her, but it's uh, I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty good damn pumpkin pie. 
I got all my shopping done, so that's why I haven't recorded. I usually was going to try to record Monday or Tuesday, but with the holiday time, I was not going out today. Even though Vegas is very convenient and they're open Thanksgiving Day, I was not going out today to do anything. So I went out yesterday and did my shopping with Baby Girl, and it was. I'm glad I went out at like noon because it was fucking chaotic. It would have got crazier. All right, so I hope you guys got all your shopping and stuff done. We're actually one of our traditions that we started is and started last year with the help of Dagan. Special shout out to D Money um, and Erica, his beautiful wife. They come over for Friendsgiving and the past for Thanksgiving and Christmas. We did this thing where we made a big ass thing of sangria and we just drank that shit all day and like started hitting shots later on. And it worked out for us phenomenally before because we don't go anywhere. Everybody just kicks it here, you know. But let me tell you what, we're going to do it again this year. So for Thanksgiving, we usually do like an apple cider uh, sangria type shit. And then Christmas, Dagan does the plum sangria, which is fucking phenomenal. But it's not a bad thing. Uh, I'm a sangria kind of guy. I can get down with that shit. I drink. Man, I was in the Marine Corps. I used to drink box wine. That's all the PX had. I still remember that home that one time me and my homeboy Drew Bear, we had a wine and cheese party with box wine and string cheese. Baller on a budget. You can get down, guys. You gotta have a good time. But either way, I kind of digress. I'm just kind of rambling right now. Uh, but you know, it's it's all good. Sometimes you just gotta talk about different shit. You don't have to talk about the same thing. But you guys do come to me for motorcycle news. So um, you know what? I had a customer this week, Amon. And he was doing tire changes because I have a I have the Nomar tire machine here, so I do tire changes on the side here and there. And uh, customer of mine hit me up, asked me about tires, and I told him I was like, "Hey, look, go Revzilla, you know, motorcycle superstore, Amazon, same thing." I was thrown at you guys, but he dropped a new one on me, and I wanted to drop this one on you guys. It's called Motosport.com. I'll be a hundred percent fucking honest with you guys. I had no clue who the fuck this was until I typed it in. And I saw because I saw it in the box. He bought the tires over. We did them. Uh, I did those Saturday. So he ended up getting a killer rate. I think for the rear tire, he paid 160 with tax. It's like 160 something. And then he was like for the front, he paid like 80 or it was something 85 after tax for Pirelli, Pirelli Night Dragons. Now he's got a 2008 Road King. So he's running an MT90 in the front, MU85 in the rear. But still, guys. For less than 300 bones, he got a fucking set of tires, and that's not bad because I know some people at Harley's, I'm one of them, where you'll end up spending about $600 for tire. That's install, labor, and everything. Well, you know, of course, I mean, it's different because I'm, you know, he's my friend and I'm hooking him up here, so I took care of him. But either way, if you could save the money, go ahead and save it, guys. I mean, Look, there's some pretty good places here in town. Like, there's a MTC, Motorcycle Tire Center. Um, but here and there, I mean, like, I've never heard of anything negative. I had a buddy tell me one time. He was like, mm, no, I won't go back there. Um, I've never heard anything super negative about those guys. So I'm not going to sit here and, like, be like, bleh, bleh, bleh. I actually think very highly of them, and I've sent business their way. But, you know, also when it comes down to it, guys, the bottom line is the pocket. So, I mean, I'm not trying to put these guys on blast, but at the same time, Guess what? I've talked to you guys about that before. You know, give those guys a chance. 
try to price match if you can call them and price match but if you can get a better deal online do so i mean that was a pretty killer deal when he told me what he got because i've seen night dragons going for you know four 400 plus after tax which don't get me wrong it's a really good tire um i don't know if there's a lot of bagger guys that have tried pirellis i've kind of been a pirelli fanboy since my sport bike days my r6 uh, when i put my first set of super course sc2s on my r6 i fell in love with pirelli then uh, I've, I've bounced around and tried different brands. Uh, right now, my Harley, I got Dunlops, which are fine. Dunlops are great. I mean, nothing wrong with them. Uh, I just tend to be, I like to have a little bit more grip on the sidewalls, on the sticky side. So those Pirelli Night Dragons are known for that. Now, they're known for getting about the same mileage as your OEM tire would. So your OEM tire, meaning when that bike comes brand new from the factory, what happens is these guys get tires shipped to them from whatever manufacturer it is in bulk and you're talking about one run okay so uh I've, we've had harleys at one point in time like back in the day i've heard they gotten a lot better though um back in the day you, you know you get a set you know straight off the showroom floor you're only going to get about four thousand miles out of them and we'd see it all the time because we were always circulating brand new bikes into the fleet so we were pretty good at doing trend analysis with it i used to document it at least myself at the time as a tech just to be mindful of it. And, you know, I look at, you know, uh, manufacturer dates on the side of the tire and such to see, you know, what the DOT date was not was on it. Because sometimes you can get batches where they're bad or some shit like that or past DOT date. So that being said, uh, I got pretty good at looking at mileages and matching them up. And the Night Dragons, from what I understand, I have seen a complete set run through just one. So I can't like really go by as much data as the Dunlops. But they last about five grand. As long as you're staying on top of your uh, your tire pressures and such. Now, the customer that I changed him out on, I got five grand. He openly admitted to me that he didn't stay on top of his tire pressures. He was like, yeah, you know, fucking here and there. I'd check them. So he probably could have got another 500 to 1,000 miles. Probably. I'm not saying he absolutely would because you're talking about road conditions, temperatures, stuff like that. There are all sorts of variants in how a tire wears you know riding style how much ride you know weight is on the bike all that shit so it's hard for me to say that oh, okay well 100 percent, yeah he would have got another thousand but i have seen it where when people start staying on top of their tire pressures and checking them regularly they have a tendency of lasting an extra five to thousand miles 500 to thousand so uh that being said i'm hoping i'm gonna see because this is a regular customer of mine now so i will let you guys know what i see as far as wear and tear on them and go from there um that's just like i have a, a friend of mine they bought me his indian roadmaster because we were worried about the tire pressure uh deficiency because he has a tpms sensor he's got a roadmaster beautiful machine and they come with american elite threes now american elite threes usually go on the bigger bikes like that like gold wings and such come stock with those so um pretty good wearing tire pretty good gripping tire uh, but if you don't stay on top of your tire pressures with them they will wear wonky so what was really throwing them off with with indians when the tires get warm the psi goes up about five six psi on the tpms so he was going back and forth because he was you know seeing his tire pressures go up to 45 46 while he was riding let some air out next morning when it's cold like 40 degrees 50 degrees in his garage tire pressure be all the way down to 32 it was always fluctuating so what we did was we waited till nice decent you know temperature outside about 75 good ambient temperature i set them at one psi lower than the factory setting to make him comfortable 
factory on those rear tires, I want to say it's 41 PSI. So I set it at 40, did some leak down tests. In my garage, I checked for leak down, no leak down. So when I'm checking for a leak down, and what I mean by that is I'm checking for leaks anywhere. I have a best, best mechanic trick, we use Windex, where you just put some Dawn dish soap in a spray bottle and fucking spray it on the tire somewhere. But I use Windex a lot of times. Checked his valve stem, valve core good. Uh, no leaks around there, no nails in the tire, no anything. And literally, he left his bike with me for a couple days for me to check this stuff out. And I'll tell you right now, I literally saw the tire pressure. I checked it in the morning, no leak, no leak, no leak. I checked it every two hours, no leak. Once it got to about 40 degrees in my garage, 45 degrees, that shit dropped three PSI. And then the next morning I came in and then it went back up and I'm checking with a digital. So I'm, I'm all digi and brand new digital uh, tire pressure gauge and literally dropped. And I didn't move it out of the garage and warm it up. My garage stays pretty cold in the winter. And even with just the ambient temperature going up in the garage during the daytime to about, I want to say like 50 degrees, it went up 2.4 PSI. So now I was looking at his tires wearing okay not great he's got a lot of meat on it but i have known those elite threes to be pretty temperature sensitive and not only that with indian their tpms sensors their tire pressure monitoring systems uh have known to like ever since i've been riding them or seen them that they fluctuated three four psi here and there so if you're running into those problems i would just wait until you got a good pretty good ambient temperature for what you're going to be running in uh and then go ahead and set your tire pressures i mean use the go by the main let's check them cold but you know if it's gonna be 30 degrees yeah you're gonna have some you know you're gonna have some fluctuation there so um that's my little tidbit on tire pressures um i'm gonna go on to some moto news real quick like i said i'm trying to keep this as a quick episode so or quick podcast episode um so one of the things I read in one of the websites to check is MMI grad and family opened up an Indian dealership in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So I guess this guy went to MMI, Motorcycle Mechanics Institute, part of UTI, Universal Technical Institute. Um, you know, he bounced around with a couple Indian dealers there in the Phoenix area where he attended MMI and then went back home and opened up an Indian dealership. Now, I went to Motorcycle Mechanics Institute and I can tell you this much. Um, when I look around to who I went to school with, there's probably me and one other guy that's in the industry out of everybody that graduated. Um, you know, some guys don't like, they think that they're going to be a super cross fucking mechanic or they're going to be on our drag race team or some shit right away or MotoGP team. And they don't realize it takes years to get to that point. And so some of these guys, when they end up, what that school is good for is training you to be entry level technician. Your lot tech, your entry-level C-Tech that's just going to do oil changes and tire changes and grunt work. Um, that's what that school is training you for. So a lot of guys don't know how to let that fold over and, you know, to when they get out and go search for a job, they end up spending all this money on Snap-on shit and never end up working in a shop. So uh, any of my friends that, or anybody that has gone to MMI, I'm pretty sure you've seen that. So that being said, anybody that can go from being an MMI grad, work their way up and their family go ahead and open up a dealership that's great that's just a great that was just a great story you know because i have seen it to where guys go to that school they don't really do anything with it or they don't do it and there's nothing wrong with that you know if it if something doesn't work then it doesn't work you know and if you're not going to be passionate about it and put your all into it then fucking don't do it so and there's some guys that just they're good independent technicians but they're not good in a dealership setting and that's okay too 
because I've lived the dealership life and I'm gonna tell you right now, I kind of dig the independent, you know, tech just, you know, doing freelance shit. I kind of dig it. You know, you can pick and choose what you want. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. If I don't like my customers, I don't have to take them. <laughs> I mean, I hate to sound like that, but if I don't like them. Then I don't have to do anything with them. Um, so, you know, it's a pretty cool lifestyle. Let's see. Harley is going to be putting a production model flat track XG XG750R uh, for sale in dealers. So, um, for a lot of you guys don't know, flat track and Harley's been really sponsoring that. Uh, but tis tis, Indian's been kicking their ass in their own sponsored event. So, and Indian that dropped the you know their FXR or their XFR or RF, I can't remember what off the top of my head right now, guys. But their flat tracker scout. Uh, they kind of been kicking Harley's ass with it. So I'm glad to see Harley's doing something uh, to try to get that out there because these guys, people can get it. I'm like this, put the machine in people's hands and they will accomplish a lot. You know, there's a lot of guys out there doing amazing things that aren't on Instagram, that aren't on Facebook. So just put it in their hands and see what happens, guys. And I'm glad Harley's taking that approach because sometimes you just got to let people off the leash and see what they come up with. I've seen a lot of motorcycle art out there, that's for sure. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Talked about the Night Dragons. Oh, let me talk about. I uh, seen uh, Revzilla's got a forty percent off on Revit. So that's pretty cool. Uh, you guys know Black Friday's coming up, so really, really, really look at some of these deals that are going down. Um, let me see. I mean, this is what I do. Okay, so I don't get overwhelmed with all these discounts and deals and get suckered into buying something that I don't need. I make a list of shit that I need riding gear wise. So right now I'm good on a helmet because as much as I would like to buy another helmet because I'm a helmet whore, I'm a helmet hoochie. Um, I can't. It's not not my. I got a brand new helmet. Why the fuck am I going to buy another one? I got a couple brand new helmets around here, so I can't justify it. But for some other gear, I'm looking at some decent like adventure gear. Uh, venture pants, venture jacket, stuff like that. So write down what you actually fucking need so you don't get suckered into buying stuff that they just throw on discount. Because a lot of times, like, I'm looking at the Icon Squad 2 backpack. Oh, it's on their clearance and this. And it's like 60 bucks. But it's like, why the fuck do I need this thing? It is fluorescent yellow with all this stuff on it. And, like, I don't need this. I got a tour pack. I don't need any of that stuff. Wow, that's really ugly. No wonder they have so many of them in their own clearance. So that's one way I found a way to like get around not getting suckered into buying stuff I don't need. But if you're looking for a helmet or if you're looking or especially a specific helmet, if you're looking for an exhaust, I mean, well, they got Acropovic exhaust, Acropovic exhaust for 15% off. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. I mean, if you're going to pay the money anyways and you're already budgeted out, then you might as well save the you know the money. It's only like 50 bucks here, 80 bucks here, but I mean, if you're willing to pay full pop, it adds up. Uh, also, it's not a bad time of year to get uh, gift cards for people too. So, got some pretty cool stuff, but uh, like I said, make a list of shit you actually need, so that way you don't get sucking into buying stuff. Like they got, uh, let me see, Acropovic slip-on for double R, 2020 double R and it was 640 bucks and it was originally 756. Uh, got a Honda Grom race exhaust for 657, it was originally 774. You know, so those are things you were gonna get anyways and get it. If you weren't gonna get it, then I would say just don't fucking get it. Don't, 
Don't get suckered. It's easy to get suckered. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, one last thing I'm going to go over. Let me see. So I talked about MMI. Vanderhall. So if a lot of people don't know who Vanderhall is, they make pretty much what I call is the fancy slingshot. Uh, to me, it looks better. It's a lot more streamlined. Uh, I know it's lighter. It's got a smaller motor in it. If you guys don't know, Slingshot has a 2.4 inline four liter uh, motor. It's a Chevy Equinox motor. That's exactly the motor it is, Chevy Equinox. Whereas Vanderall has a 1.4 liter. So smaller motor, but it's a smaller vehicle. It's kind of like if James Bond got a Slingshot and got some money. I mean, they're pretty cool. They're around close to the same price point as a Slingshot. If I had to buy one of these three wheel vehicles, like just to flex or to have fun, I would probably buy a Vanderhall. I wouldn't buy a Slingshot. At least, like I said, because at least these things look cooler and they don't look as fucking huge and gaudy. Like, holy shit, dude. A Slingshot's crazy. And another thing uh, that's coming up, speaking of the Slingshot, some people are pretty mad because the Slingshot's been reclassified in a couple states uh, as far as they're being classified as motorcycles in some states. Some states are classified as cars. People, a lot of motorcyclists don't like them being established as, uh, as motorcycles because, and the reason why is not because, oh, it's not a, car, a motorcycle, as much as it is, this is why. Okay. So when insurance does their analysis and look at crashes, now those numbers are going to be incorporated into motorcycle numbers. And that's what comes down to how much we end up paying for insurances. So, you know, yeah, I don't have any tickets, I don't have this, I don't have that, but you know, say with slingshots being reclassified as motorcycles, crashes go up by 5,000 crashes a year or something like that. Now the insurance companies are going to take that into consideration when they are establishing a new premium baseline. So that's the reason why some motorcyclists are upset about it. Now, at the same time, there's some states out there are actually reclassifying the requirement, the driving requirements for slingshot because whereas before they were like, oh, you don't need anything, you're good. You don't even, some states didn't even require motorcycle endorsement. Now, I guess they're requiring some new endorsements and requirements. So there's way too many states and variations to go over. So I'm not going to go over those now. So, I mean, but if you got a question, hit me up on the social media. Ask me. I have no problem doing a little bit of night research. Try to figure that out. Um, guys, I'm going to do a more elaborate episode here soon. What my buddy Dagan, we're actually... We're in the process of moving some things around uh, between business and such. And I know a podcast is going to be coming up on the horizon for our business. So um, I'm probably going to be ended up in the next maybe like month or so taking a hiatus for this season and just calling this season and working on another project. Um, but I will be back. And like I said, I really want to do a longer episode to elaborate on the Long Beach motorcycle show that just happened. Not a lot of big news there, just a lot of accessories and Kutramaz, but there are a couple models that I do wanna to touch on, like the new BMW S1000XR, I'm a huge fan of that bike. So they just dropped the new one with the new shift cam motor, excited about that. But those are things I wanna elaborate on in the next episode. I did, just, I did say last week I was gonna at least get one podcast episode out for you guys. And, I got some friends that are traveling today. My cousin's on the way here. I got some of my people's that are be driving. So I want to try to give them something to listen to as well and test out the new mic and see what you guys think. Um, leave me some feedback on social media, on any of the applications like Breaker or whatever. 
um, please let me know because I'm, I'm actually pretty self-conscious about how this is going to sound. So please, please, please let me know what you think. If it sounds good, then great. If it sounds like garbage, please let me know too. Um, also, I want to give use this opportunity. Like I said, reach out to me on my social media. You're going to get me at Moto Dad Tito. Okay. Uh, that's going to be my Instagram and Facebook. Please, guys, leave comments, leave messages, leave whatever you think. Uh, if they ain't got to sound like a frog, then let me know. I think the mic sounds great, then please let me know that too. Um, also, I want to give a special shout out again to Two Wheel Connection Podcast. Nacho, keep it up, brother. I'm, I'm super happy for you doing your thing and keep pushing. Also, the Moto Experience Podcast. Um, that's a little bit newer one for you guys. Like I said, I, I called him out last time. He gave me a shout out on Instagram. I'm going to continue to give this guy a shout out. I listened to his other episode uh, or one of his episodes the other day while I was in the garage. Great time to listen to podcasts. If you're not really into listening to podcasts, great way is to get in the garage, turn it on and just go. Um, a lot more educational sometimes listening to music. So, But as always, guys, I want to say much love and respect to all of you. I, th- I hope all of you have a safe, happy, joyous Thanksgiving. And thank you for your time because I am ever humbled by the fact that you guys listen to me run my mouth. So much love and respect goes out to you. Uh, you got my social media, you know where to get a hold of me. You got my number and hit me up. If you don't, then guess what? You ain't getting it. Um, guys, eat plenty of turkey. Put the hands in the pants like Al Bundy. Enjoy the time of your friends and family. And guess what? I will see you when I fucking see you. Peace. Later. Later.